Hey everybody and welcome along to this week's edition of the Irish Golfer Podcast. Peter Finnan here and joined as always by John Craven. How's it going Peter? The birthday boy this week. Ah thanks, yeah. Thought you wouldn't have me on this week. Ah sure look at No one gets what, a day What else would you be at? What else would you be at on your birthday? Crack that whip. And Ronan McNamara. Gentlemen, who are we? Who Lick, are we? Licking his wounds after a trip to Conlots Park in Newbridge at the weekend. Yeah, worst day of my life so far. So far, so far yeah. So you have the FAI stuff I on think today. It could just get a lot worse. <laughs> I'm in for a rough evening. I think a bit of reprimanding is in order here, Peter, before we That's get it. things underway. Yesterday just it was because, nice, man. Just <laughs> because it's your birthday does not mean you can just swan you in whenever you feel like it. That's him. That's his birthday, not me. That's what I do. I'm just saying. Yesterday it was it was nice, man, ripping me to sunder. Yesterday breaking your heart, and now it's. Today it's going to be Mbappe and a few of them lads tearing you asunder, so just get used to it. I'll have to. Right, golf. What a sport. <laughs> what a sport. It's been so, I tell you, no, since the, like, the clock's moved at the weekend, it actually feels like spring outside now. It, mm. it, there's been, someone has flicked a switch. The season has well and truly started. Hopefully this weather continues. But today, yesterday, did feel like the start of spring. Um, yeah, and we had savage amount of golf to get through. Um, starting off with like the had hat tip farewell to the WGCs at the the Dell match play. It was a good week, really good. Um, I like I don't really like the group stage. I didn't get into it until it hit the knockouts. But after that, it was probably the most golf I've watched outside of a major in as long as I can remember. I I joined that and it was the first like wall to wall day of golf. Saturday, Saturday I watched yeah. all everything, every blow, every shot, and because everything has consequence, so like you get into it a lot more. Uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I absolutely enjoyed this. I don't know what you thought, Ronan, or what. Oh, I thought it was brilliant. I loved loved every minute of it. I even even the group stage that I thought were good. There was a few tight last day matches which made it interesting. Um, I still think it would be better as straight knockout, win or lose, go home like, but <laughs> I thought it was just a fantastic, fantastic tournament and it really was a smack in the face for the PGA Tour that it was so good because why the hell are they getting rid of it? Yeah, it's why, a hard one. Why on earth are they getting rid of it's it? It's a hard one to juggle. It is, like, I, you know, in principle, I agree with you, straight shoot out. They used to do that, but they, like, they got some awful winners. It's very hard to... And I'd like in in this day and age where these golf tournaments are really dressed up for sponsors ahead of it's what they can sell and how they can keep people hanging on. Like I like I agree with you. I would like to see that, but I just don't think it works with sixty four players. There's, a, there's too many variables. You never get who you want, and uh, like it was a bit of a stanky end to it yesterday as well. We didn't get the final we wanted. Well, no, you know what? Well, we, didn't, we, we didn't get the final we wanted. We, we got, got the match we wanted, but in the yeah. match nobody wants to play. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think, like, speaking of the match play, and I'm after saying how great it is, I don't think I've watched a final in a, in four or five years. Yeah, and did <laughs> you watch yesterday? Care. I watched until McElroy got knocked out, and then I didn't care. Yeah, yeah. I think that was... This is the problem with all these things. We're, yeah. we're so spoiled now. And it, this is where the tour are really scratching their heads and going for these elevated events, I think, because, like, there is now the haves and the have-nots, the big tournaments, the small tournaments. There's a massive divide now on tour and like it is because of people like us and people consuming golf that just want to see the best players and this is a consequence of that like match play going is a consequence of that i think you're doing a good breakdown into why the pga tour are getting rid of it 
like the Ronan's not watching the final. Mm. The final ends an hour before the TV coverage is meant to end. That's yeah, not good. That was poor. But like, can you um, think about it? The last three or four finals have been pretty poor watches. Like Sheffield. Oh, I don't blame like you at all. Out the gate. Horsham and Sheffield the year before was as slow as a wet week. Yeah. Like you can't blame me for not watching. No, I, oh, no, I, I, I don't. don't. Going to bed. I don't either. And what? Some yeah. Go on. Go on. Well, you're just you're, you're basically relying on this final to work out like you're playing the role if when I was watching it kind of like if the PJ tours the Truman show and you know when like Truman's trying to get out at the end it's like make it rain and like it, yeah. here come the waves and all the rest like they all they wanted was Rory and Schaefer to be in that final but like it just doesn't work out like that yeah. and it, it looked but like it, it never was going to work like that, like that. but yeah, yeah it, it does it never does and yeah when you're like there's just too many variables it's never going to happen like it was exciting on Saturday because there's a lot of golf on obviously there were brilliant matches and there were big well. matches yeah yeah um, but when you're down to two matches in the yeah final day it's just you're asking a lot for the dream fairy tale we got a good bit though because the two semi-finals were great watches oh we did fair, like, we, were, like, we were blessed with that but uh, yeah it kind of it does maybe half peter out after Saturday but what are we looking for like like match play is match play I, I like the the tour <clears throat> Have been playing God with this tournament for God knows how long, like moving things around yeah. and uh, trying different formulas, trying group stages, trying straight knockout. Like you, there's only so many times you can feck with it, and it's it, it is broken in the way it is, but it's still like the own, like I don't know. Can they half the field? Can they quarter the field? Can they go to thirty two players rather than so you've like? But th- there comes a stage now where all we want to see is the top. 10 players in the world go head to head so like that's not really fair and the guy like from 16 down or from 32 down to 64 there's literally a hair it's like us ranking golf courses yeah there's literally a hair between each like there's it's all subjective it's all like it there's no right or wrong to this but like we do seem to be heading towards the day and age especially with the pga tour of um we need to sell this first and foremost to sponsors and all sponsors want to see is more people watching it and more people watching it we need to get Rory playing Scotty or Rory playing Ram or Ram playing Justin Thomas and, yes. and like if that's what they want and that's what they need the only thing they can do is just say right like we're looking at it like we're looking into the 2024 calendar already and we're seeing these challenge games popping up with the Tiger and Rory and like stadium things and stuff like that this is the future of golf like just putting these lads head to head like Challenge matches like it, it stanks a bit of live. A hundred percent. Oh well, like that um, Scheffler McElroy match. That was as close to live as I'm ever. It was watch, just dead, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was yeah. just two lads playing for money and like didn't mean anything, and it, it couldn't have been more live. Um, I like the groups that like the whole format of the group stage. I don't really get. I might be a bit thick, but like when I'm watching them, like I uh, don't even know who's going through here. Like this lad's won twice. He's not getting in. What's going on there? Um, does doesn't do it for me. Doesn't grab me at all. It was interesting this time though. Like the the groups were dominated by the players, which doesn't happen normally. There's a lot more drama. Like twelve of the sixteen groups, the winners won all three Unbeaten, games. Yeah, like that. That's unheard of. Like that eight was the highest before, and that, and then four semi finalists unbeaten all the way. Obviously, uh, like didn't lose a group game. Um, the the like the scoring was outrageous as well. Like the, I know the course sets up for that. And we'll talk about the course as well, but it's yeah, like it it, it had the making. Like, what not had the no, makings. it, it was. was a really good tournament. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really really enjoyable week, and I love that consequence right from the off. Like 
Wednesday you're watching puts mean something the whole way throughout. Whereas really on any other given event, it's it's all about Sunday for us getting involved. I know it means everything to the players, but for us as punters. Yeah, I don't know what the solution is though. Like I do think cut the field, but like you don't want to cut out the underdog story that we were giving out to like people do. So maybe if do you have a pre qualifier, do you have lads that actually are seeded through to the knockouts automatically like, and you have hunger games like a playoff. That, like, yeah, yeah that nobody sees it's just oh yeah, he's after beating him. Oh I know. Like that's, that's kinda it. Like you do have to guarantee the best players there for a while. Like that's why Unless you di- literally just did it over a weekend, like a big bonanza, two days, so you're not wasting the player's time for a week or whatever. I think whatever way they go with it, when it does come back to the schedule, because it definitely will, I don't think there's there's no real winning when it comes to how you play out the Sunday, because regardless of what you do, you're going to get one golfer playing, another golfer for four and a half hours, five hours on your television, which is not really compelling viewing. Mm. Especially when they're walking the whole way, like you could put them in carts and speed this thing up, or mic them up, or do, yeah, something. do something. Add a bit of add a bit yeah. of something to it. The tiger back then, happy days. <laughs> tiger in with the that's carts, it. happy days. Tiger, man, that's all. They, well, he has to get into the top sixty-four first. Although they'll come up that with a rule, matter, they'll yeah. come up with a rule. It'll be grand as a tiger rule, but um, yeah, it'll be very sad. Like uh, you know, it's gladiator golf. This is a great. It's man over man. Like it's just, it, it, I love match play, and I think we all love match play as golfers. Like, and it will be missed. I know we hear a lot of stuff over the weekend as to oh, it'll definitely be back. You know, twenty twenty five, or yeah, twenty twenty five. It'll be or twenty six. It'll be back in the schedule, and I just don't see why it has to be dropped off. Why they can't just change it slightly, or like go to thirty two. Try it with thirty two players only. Have a limited field event. Like that, and and come up with more interesting ways of these guys going together. Um, you yeah. know, if you have thirty-two, it's not going to take as long. If you have sixteen, you could do it in three days, two days, you two could, days. Easy, yeah. You could have nine-hole shootouts. You could do something, make it real snappy. But when you have all the big names there, and you're guaranteed big lad against big lad, but like, is that why we watch golf? Just for the best to play against each no, other? No, of course not. No, Definitely no. not. I didn't even know I was that invested in the match play until this year, to be honest. Yeah. It wasn't a tournament that I'd ever be that excited about, but it just felt like a bit of an own goal. It was so good. Mm. And also you have the double whammy of losing the golf course as well, because there's a lot of uninteresting golf courses on the PJ Tour. I thought that one has, like, there's a lot of crack. Like, there's a lot of probably silly holes from a design perspective or whatever. Like, there's some traditionists will give out about. But for TV, like, there was just drama everywhere, especially on the finish. Lots of creativity involved, lots of backstops. For match play, it works perfectly, perfectly. Mm. Like, for stroke play, you could see them shooting 25, 26 under par quite easily. Like, Sir McElroy was, obviously, 16 under for his two matches on the Saturday. Yeah, like that stuff. was. You could see them go and, and tearing the place apart in a stroke play event, but for match play, it's risk reward. Either you take it on or you don't. Like you see what happened on thirteen to some lads, eighteen you can have a disaster if you go down the left. Like there are risk reward holes, which makes it thrilling television, especially when lads are all square, one up playing those holes. Yeah, I think power becomes irrelevant in match play, which is sweet. And like Cam Young, I think was like he went out in twenty seven the first day or something with the new caddy yeah. on the back. Like, it was that unreal was mental stuff. But he, the stats for the week are unreal. Using the thirties under par come Saturday, I think he was. But Rory was the same. Like Rory, like you're saying, yeah, Rory's sixteen under for Saturday. He was seventeen under for the first three rounds. 
uh, that he played like the group stages as well. Yeah, like, but did, was his name playing that kind of scoring and get, going down eighteen most matches as yeah. well? Like, um, like you had to do it. It was serious golf. Even the final, like we were dissing the final here. In fairness to Burns, like he birdied eight of the last ten holes to win six and five. Yeah, can't and do much about that. Young was two under. Yeah, playing him. So like, it's not wasn't if Young was not playing well. He's still a couple under par. On that, but yeah, we will miss the golf course. It is like it's a classic. Uh, like I laughed when we got into the group last night. Uh, we were chatting away during a mark put into the thing. Can't wait to see a seventy-two hole stroke play event this time next year at TPC Shite Hole. <laughs> <laughs> and like it kind of sums up what we're looking at. Like the course, the course lends itself well to match play. It'll be an unbelievably good Ryder Cup course. Ah, oh, like yeah. you've. Par three and a halfs everywhere, like drivable par fours. You've like the mix of par threes, really, really good short ones, long ones. Par fives are gettable. If you're offline, you are in a bit of bother, but it's very fair off the tee. So I really enjoyed that the strategy of the golf course just lend itself well to. If you were going as a spectator, you're definitely going a boat. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah Take me little yacht out. Absolutely no bother. And there was a few times where the boats were going by, like, pure party boats really slow yeah, behind yeah. the green. Boys were and pissed. Lads, lads just having to wait for yeah. it to go by. Rory stood off his chip, actually. Oh, on yeah. The, that was good, actually. Was 13 or was it 13, 14 or I don't know what it was. We needed a chip anyway to get up and down and had to wait. The boys were there having a goo off the well, boats with their cans. The power was in the lads' hands with the cans. Like, yeah, yeah, they no. could have done whatever they wanted. I saw the police boat was very very busy going out <laughs> around the place. There's yeah. these little cones going the whole way along that drivable par four as well. You see that? Like, <laughs> yeah. and, like none of them dare come into the like the nether area of. No, you're not allowed in here, lads. Yeah. You can see out there with your cans. <laughs> Don't be coming in here wrecking our tournament. I but think. I think if the Ryder Cup went to that course, Europe would be absolutely hockeyed out of it. Why hockeyed out? Of Why? It. Just wouldn't suit them. Why? Well, well I'm with Ron. What was look, it? Two got through. Maybe Rory knockout, was the only. It? European who got through the knockout stage. I think he won Moronk lost in a playoff. Which I think Europe, now, yeah. Europe losing a birdie fest. I think yeah. every time you I look at you look at the golf national, the the Yanks couldn't handle that long rough premium yeah. premium and finding the fairway suits the Europeans. And you look at the caliber of player that we have, and you look at the caliber of player that we're going to have in Marco Simone in September. It won't really suit the Americans, so it's a bit of a leveler. If we went over there to play them in the Ryder Cup, we'd be absolutely Banjacks out of the place. <laughs> We'd be banjoed over. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fully agree. Which is very rare. This is, yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm taking a breath on this one. Ah, no, yeah. it's, it is. It's, uh, yeah, I, I think we'd give them a. It depends on the team we're sending over, you know. Like, we'll get into where the Ryder Cup stats are now uh, in a little bit. But no, yeah, I think it'd be a good Ryder Cup course. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be a big fan anyway. It'll uh, definitely be missed. Uh, it will be missed. My takeaway anyway from, like, the McElroy green tinted glasses angle is that I'm glad he didn't win it. I thought happy days, um, like didn't have an exhausting last day, saw more than enough with his driver and putter that his game is exactly where he wants it to be. I think if he won, there would have been extra pressure, extra talk. Of course, that talk's going to exist anyway. But like Sheffer, in my mind, is undoubted favourite, which suits McElroy perfectly. And yeah, I'm just, I'm positive about it. Like he should have beaten Cam Young and. Um, Rory, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He learn um, a lot. He learns a lot coming. Like he said it himself in his post match press conference. Like, um, yeah, he takes a lot from it. Like he, he's, it was a really good tournament. Going, if you go back like this time last year, he skipped this and he went to Texas. 
and played in the Valero Texas Open in the lead up. Like I'm so glad that he's done it this way. This golf tournament, this course setup suited his game. Uh, he got his driver back together. He he held clutch putts. Even if his his putting stats are very good for the week, his driving stats were off the charts. But even if his putting stats weren't quite as good, holding putts consistently to win matches makes you think you're in the right place. You're doing the right thing, and he did that all week. Like he 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 needed a bit of Mortal Kombat golf just to get back into the mindset. And yeah, he I think he takes more than anybody away from this tournament. As I am ready. The showflay putt was a big one. That was it was like the read mm. the read putt in uh, Dubai. That was a real. I was when I watched that, I was like, right, yeah, he's he's tipping in the right direction. I think it was, I think it was a shrewd move to go and play that match play as well, because from where he was at after the players with his driver and his putter, he went to Augusta. Apparently, he played unbelievably nineteen putts. Whatever you're playing with your dad, fair play to you. Just minus pressure, like. But I think to go there and. It was a re- in my opinion, I agree with John. It didn't really matter that he didn't win. It was irrelevant. It was all about getting reps, 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 reps under yeah, pressure, under pressure yeah. constantly, and that's what he got. Like it's much, much better than going to the Valero Texas, and you're going to get minimum what two rounds, where not every shot is under pressure. Even if you made the cut, what was he going to go out playing Saturday in forty sixth place for? That was a much better idea to go to the match. No, hundred percent. It's, it's it's justified, and he beats Xander on the Saturday, but. My God, if he had Xander down the stretch at Augusta, he is the one man that I reckon McElroy would slaughter for a green jacket. Anyone yeah. else would be so nervous. <laughs> but something about Shoffley, I just think... Or Tommy Fleetwood. Shoffley should have beaten him. He, sh- he doesn't have it, though. He Shoffley melts Shoffley. He's always melting, and he'll never win a major. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That man will never win a major. But anyone else, I'll be, I'll be very worried with Rory down the stretch. But, He's yeah. an Olympian. He is an Olympian, yeah. It shows how much that means. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, like, I totally agree. Yeah, it was like Rory takes a lot from this. The, the one thing, like he, he was in control of that match, and it, like it will, it'll still needle him a bit. Two up a three to play against Young goes level par for the last three and holes that it like are they're literally meat and drink for the way he's playing. And he was very standoffish. Like he, like Young had no business winning that hole to win the match. The, that, the one that he got the, the awful break up yeah. against the bunker. He had no business. Like Rory was so negative in his approach. Yeah. To go right and short, like when you should be just chasing something up the green there, you know, sort of way. And well, hopefully, as you say, he learns. Like that's not too dissimilar to how he played at the open there that last round. Like yeah. negative and conservative. He's just so much better when he's on the attack. Yeah. Um. So yeah. He played. To be fair to him, he did play that twelfth hole pretty horrifically all, all week. week yeah, like, yeah. Wasn't he OB against uh, Schofle? Put it in the water then in the semi final against Young, and obviously didn't play it particularly well in the playoff. But when the pressure is off, he went and bloody eagle it against Scheffler. Yeah, <laughs> one time he didn't need to. There you go. What's going on? So he's cut his driver by an inch, and yet a shorter driver hits the ball further. I never did. I was always of the <laughs> mindset that a longer driver, the more no, a longer you have. A longer driver, yeah, will get you faster club head speed, but not necessarily more ball speed. Okay. So I like it's just all about you know center strike hitting it out of sweet spot. If you have a shorter driver, it should be you should easier. be able to connect with it more. It feels like a three would you you it get over better, the ball yeah. more. Yeah. And you're in control of it more. You'll hit more fairways. But like, if anything, because he is hitting it so out the meat, he's gained. He's definitely yeah. gained speed. He's definitely gained um, ball speed. Like not club head speed, but 
He like, had some highlights, unbelievable off the unreal. tee last week. My God, it was unreal. Yeah, that yeah. one shot that they'll talk about for years. You know, yeah. so like, it's like it's you know it's, you know it, it erased the Dustin Johnson one from the tournament to champions there about three <laughs> yeah. years ago. We won't talk about him anymore. There now the history books wiped. Oh, talk about wiping history books. Like it really didn't sit well with me that they had the list of past champions on the big TV board and there was two years missing. Yeah. Like that is They're scumbags Beyond They're petty, scum- like. like it really is I don't know if that has something to do with the court case or, But like I don't see how Like it's just insane that you're trying to Even the fact that they're not in this tournament I know Court case wise Like there's There's going to be serious like There's a lot of stuff going on in the background um, The Masters is going to be so interesting with them you know But The Masters uh, is going to be brilliant And like you have Rory going in now Clearly top form Scheffler top form Ram you'd hope would be top form Like it's hard to remember That kind of a Trajectory for favourites The three lads Seem to be so far ahead Of everybody else To be fair Hopefully except Cam Smith I, oh, I, yeah. I would love Cam Smith To get in the mix Just to it just One of them will One of them will There's, there's your solution To the match play Let the live lads yeah. in Next time Yeah but that's the thing It would be Something uh, The one thing that really Stuck out with this Actually we were saying It stanks to live a bit The boys doing the trophy The trophy presentation While the match was still on oh. I've never seen that In my life Like the boys were on the 15th And there's our man Burns getting the trophy and all everyone around 18 doing speeches and all. The boys are still going hammer and tongs out in the golf course. Crazy. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Like They really wanted to just wrap it up. Like All they were sure you doing was lads in high-vez vests, <laughs> like a vest, just uh, like banging around. Sorry, lads, uh, we need to take these stands down. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm surprised there was Flashing flags the left for the lads. Uh, I, I think it's proper order. Get on with it. Yeah, I agree. Never mind, never mind the bloody consolation match. There should be no, con- no be consolation match when you've earned a certain amount of money on the PGA Tour already. Like, it didn't mean it to those lads. It could mean something to Well, me. it means points. Con- well. Consolation match is only worthwhile if one of the fellas was an absolutely tanked in the semi final and he wants to go out and mm. kind of redeem himself. Two boys lost in playoffs, like. Yeah, or just play well. nine holes or something. Or if you home. really have to absolutely go home, <laughs> split the win and should have been. But uh, McIlroy and Scheffler should have just gone good, good on 16, 17, ran up the 18th and gay crashed the whole presentation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, lads. Um, no, but it is, it's like, it is, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a bittersweet thing. Like, yeah, it's the end of the match play for now. It's the end of WGCs. We were all like, I know I was reared on WGCs. These things are like tiger fests. It was just this is what the this is what the whole two thousands. This was the the best thing since sliced bread, you know. But it's not. It's it's in a way it's sad to see it go, but uh, like I can understand totally why they're replacing it with like their elevated field events and uh, more WGCs. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Just swapping WGCs. For well, they're WGCs. taking out the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just like golf <laughs> championships <laughs> yeah elevated EGCs EGCs uh, elevated golf championships <laughs> yeah there we go but uh, Eamon Lynch wrote a good article I'm not sure if you've seen it on this um, and like he kind of started off he says the WGC's launch with the missionary notion of promoting a world tour which it really was bringing together the best players more frequently outside the majors in time, it became about as global as the World Series, at least in venues. Uh, fields were based on a hodgepodge of box-ticking criteria designed to satisfy tours co-sanctioning the events, the European, the Asian, the Australasia, Japan and Sunshine Circuits. The results was a talent pool that often featured competitors decidedly out of their depth. Good reading, Peter. I was worried there you were reading into Eamon. He sometimes writes with a thesaurus. The worst. No, he's very good. He's very he's good. Very and then he goes good. on, like, 
uh, where the tour got like where are the tour going with their big events? You know, they're like what what's I don't even think the tour knows that. Like it, all these changes have been just on a whim, and as much as it brings the best players together and like more often and all that, that's positive. Like uh, there's not much like bloody context for next year at all. Like it all just feels reactionary as opposed to something that's been thought out. So hopefully that means that a match play comes back the following year, and then if there are problems next year, that they're pretty fluid in changing them. But yeah, I totally agree with Aim. Like there's there's nothing world about the PJ tour. And then, like right, I know, like rightfully so, wrongfully so, the WGCs were meant to travel around the globe. They did a little bit. We had one in Ireland. We've had them in Spain and Portugal, and but they didn't do enough for it. And now that's gone. Even though we've a strategic alliance, like we're not like yeah, we're gonna see the Genesis Scottish Open and stuff like that, but. There's not, uh, there's like, the PGA Tour have really just, with Live, it has accelerated their US-centric, this is our, this is our product, this is our territory, where, yeah, we're teaming up a little bit with the guys in Europe, we'll do a little bit out in Asia, sort of Middle East swing, we'll try and hoover up a bit of the cash there, but everything else we're taking, all of the dollars, sponsorship dollars from the States, and, um, yeah, it's interesting times, it really is interesting times, but... It's scary times at the same time, like that. It's so, it's just so American centric. Like, and even when you see guys, and I'm not for live at all, but when you see guys bashing live, and they're saying about like the CWS viewer figures and stuff like that, that's not what it's about. Like, that's just the American viewership. I don't think live gives a shit about the American viewers. For now, they're looking at the rest of the world and then they'll grow into America if this thing takes off, which... Sadly, there already is a world tour, though, Pete. The TV world tour. Yeah. Oh, has only been in Australia, South Africa, Mauritius, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Singapore, Thailand, India, yeah. Kenya, South Africa again, and now next off to Japan. Like, they're getting around. Well, that's it. The, the DP world tour, so the European tour, the first event they have on European soil isn't until May. May, Italy, yeah, Korea after Japan so. and then Italy. No, it's mental. Like, it, it's seriously getting around. Sadly, the prize funds are brutal. <laughs> yeah, underpinned like, it's by like the PGA they're dropping tour. half a million every plane stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, that's it's, it's a different, different discussion altogether. But, yeah, like, it's just sad to see them go. That's, that's really it. Like, uh, they'll be back in some other guys and hopefully the match play will be back. But, yeah. Yeah. So just rounding out the rest of the Irish there, we didn't really touch on Lowry and Power because it didn't really happen for either of them. Um, Seamus started Shame all right. Seamus played well. Like, Power was he, unlucky. Yeah, he went to unlucky. the 18th in all of his games, yeah. didn't he? And like, yeah. uh, well, bar Burns. No, Burns done him yeah. um, 2-1. and one. Yeah. But he went to the 18th. Like Which Adam Scott not, hold not a raker the first day. Champion in both, both Scott and Burns had rakers to put him out of it. Yeah. Which is unlucky. And he hold a nice put himself... To win the game he did win. Like, he was there right to the death in the group. It just didn't work out. But, yeah, he's shown good signs. Shane Lowry, I'm, I'm very worried about. <laughs> I am. Sorry, I am. Shane. We're sorry. No, it, like... It, you just, have to be. You have like, to be. There was no pressure on him at all against Speed, And then he comes out and he does what he did. And, that, like, fair play to him. But, like, those first two da- days, like... He, he was sh- like, he will be fuming going away. Like, and you think of all the big events, all the opportunity... He is only going backwards points-wise. Yeah. Uh, he needs something to happen. Now, Augusta National, you know, it's set up for him. He's there today again by the looks of his Instagram. Nice uh, leather nice master's Nice leather bag. master's bag. Yeah, I must touch him up for one of them. Yeah. Send us an old bag there. Um, well, he's basically playing without a putter. 
at yeah. the minute, which is frightening. Like he's he's putting about as well as Will Zalatoris, I'd say, and that's saying something after the way he was last week. Um, but like, yeah, it has to worry him. I still like. I'm convinced it'll come good. I it always absolutely think it will. will. It absolutely will. I just hope with with. It's a horrible thing to say. I just hope Larry hasn't peaked. Yeah. As in career wise, you just never know. Like. I'm like, going to say no. Like, I thought he was oh, no, brilliant I absolutely year. think no as well. But, like, it's very hard to do what he did last year. And, and like, yeah, he's come away with a win in Europe, but, like, he he needs to win in the States. Yeah. For his dominance, uh, ball striking-wise. He's such a good player. Such a good player. And going through it off the course as well, with messing with caddies and, and, and doing this. There's a, there's a lot of moving parts. He has won in the States, as you know. Oh, yeah, in the Bridgestone 2015, thing. though. No, I mean last year. Ah. Like for his dominance last year, he got mixed it in around so many events up near yeah. the top, like and Bit just didn't get over the there. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I, I'm really hoping he does click. And I like the Masters is perfect. But if he goes through the Masters and he, he like perfect, if you're confident with a putter, I'd yeah. say it's a horrible place to be if you're struggling over four footers. Yeah, don't know though because poor putters won round Augusta before. Hideki Matsuyama speeds. To be fair to him, isn't a great putter, but you back him going yeah, to a was back he then. was a, yeah, he was a Hoover back then. Bubba yeah. Watson, not a great putter. Garcia, woeful putter. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Um, I, well, a quick quick greens maybe does help. You only, you know, just put the club head on it. You're not worried about stroke. Yeah, um, let's see. Now, fingers crossed we can get it done anyway. Like, he can get himself back on track. But um, there's plenty of Irish playing in other tournaments. Yeah, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to the World Tour? Yeah, let's go to, to <laughs> the, the old the Johnson Workwear. Also has the worst named tournaments on the planet. The Johnson Workwear Open. Is there selling as anyone one? these days? Literally, yeah. Literally. That's it. Des Kelly Carpet Open. <laughs> the Mattress uh, Mix Open. Mattress Mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so just Tom McKibben in this one. Um, yeah. And uh, probably he'll be pretty disappointed. I saw a few lads tipping him up, like good um, sport and life and stuff who do good. Betting previews, but yeah, it's finished tied seventy first. Seventy five on moving day is never going to get it done. In fairness, mm. like he started well, he's playing well, and he is playing well. And he plays well in South Africa, but just didn't happen last week. Uh, Trending in the right direction, though. I seen, I did see actually his old bag man, uh, Chris Selfridge, was on the bag with Alex Nappe. Is it? Yeah, Nappe. So like he fell away in the final round. I think he shot final round seventy three or seventy four. Which good he don't player. want, but very good player. He was leading by one going into the final round, like so. And obviously McKibben with Dave McNeely now full time yeah. with the looks. Yeah, full time with Dave McNeely, who got shafted by Wallace in the past. So we get on to oh, him, Wallace, yeah, the caddy hatchet man, well. <laughs> caddy redemption for Wallace there yeah. this week. Stop. Did, did he have the same guy in the bag? Actually, yeah. we get into that. Yeah, All right. yeah they're best we buddies now. Save, yeah, yeah, save that for a few <laughs> minutes now. Save that. So yeah, yeah. no, but it, that turn was won by Nick Backham. Who uh, final round sixty four twenty four under wins by four like just a couple of years ago he was an amateur winning on the pro golf tour which is the one I think that the Keelings have been running the muck on so like it's some elevation for that lad like he's only a young lad only wins thirty or how much two hundred thirty five thousand for that win which is pretty much the same as winning two points but not getting out with a group in the WGC like it's mad the equivalency of prize money. Um, but That's yeah. mad. Like Lowry probably gets similar to what he did for winning. Lowry not quite as much. Seamus Power definitely like, does. Yeah, it's Seamus Power. But yeah, like lads who got were pointless, literally zero points, got about seventy grand last week. <laughs> <laughs> like it's mad money. Um, but yeah, like he's a German fella. Hopefully he's a bloody big talent. Who knows? We could do with some. We could do with some German talent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely for the Ryder Cup. Um, Challenge Tour. 
Yeah. There was a lot of guys playing Horrendously this. named the Duncan Taylor Black Bull Challenge. <laughs> on the lads. <laughs> on the lads. Um, Rowan, you were covering this one, were you? Oh, Mark, was, Mark, was Mark had the privilege to cover that one. Oh, well, t- it was almost, I was thinking, gee, here comes Niall Carney now about to prove points, yeah. chip on the shoulder, moving day 66, and then goes 10 shots worse on the Sunday. It was horrendous. His front nine on Sunday, I was following it, the front nine was just... Because I was literally wall-to-wall golf, so I was watching on the telly, I had the iPad <laughs> open, I had the app open, and this, refreshing it. Yeah, he got off to an awful start. So he'll be fuming coming away from that, because he's waited so long for his opportunity. He was well in the top ten, like, oh yeah, he was sixth, around. yeah, dropped to um, 30 spots. Yeah, he, so. That tournament was definitely there from, like, he had a poor finish on the first day, a poor stretch on the second day, obviously the poor stretch in the final round. Like, you're looking at maybe... A period of four or five holes each day that kind of done him out of it. Yeah, first tournament back in I don't know, probably five months or something. I haven't. You seen spoke any to him though, did you? You spoke no, to him last week. I couldn't. Well, I texted him and Text. we were messaging, but uh, didn't get him on the phone. Didn't sound um, happy. No, wouldn't be happy. Going to try and get him um, this week. Now li- this is literally starting again. Same golf course starts tomorrow, um, back in India. Um, so obviously he plays the course well if he can cut out the mistakes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dermot McElroy was. Ireland's top man last week, tied 21st. Again, talking about prize money, like he went 69-69 over the weekend, made two and a half grand. Like he's over in India. God only knows how much that week's cost. And probably five. A fiver. A fiver. Yeah. <laughs> India. Yeah. You stop. Fiver. If you, if you, Maybe you can slum you it for there. 350. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out of a train trying to get to the course. That'd be grand. Um, but yeah, no, like paltry cash. Um, Connor Purcell, 70-74 over the weekend. Tied 48th. Rob Moran played all four rounds as an amateur. He's in again this week. Good invites to get. Um, tied 61st. John Murphy, man, you've voiced concerns about 71-80. Missed the cut. Like, he start, plays again on Tuesday. What kind of mindset are you in? I was saying he needs a break. Ronan's saying he, he can't afford to take one. We're probably both right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, I just don't see how you can turn it around with a one-day turnover playing that kind of golf. Aaron Edwards Hills over here. You pointed that out. He's playing in the West. Yeah, um, he, he played, he played really well. Yeah, T twenty seven. Um, so he'll be a good man to follow in Sligo next week. Sligo will sort him out now from India to Sligo. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that man is in for some rude <laughs> awakening. Huh? Straight off with his deli belly into the middle of Sligo. Oh, stuff. Yeah, not a chance. <laughs> um. So yeah, the, what else was that? So this was in India actually. So Om Prakash Chuhan. The Indian man himself won that tournament. Pretty cool to see a local boy winning. He's 36, first ever international win. Um, so opening serious doors to him, final round 65. And there was also this World City Golf Championship in HK, seen as Ronan's a big Asian tour man these days. And Tai Chi Ko um, from Hong Kong became the first Hong Kong man to win an international Hong tournament Kong in these. Hong Kong. See, I'm not even going to attempt any of these because this will go dangerously <laughs> wrong for me. Yeah, Wang Jing. Like, no, uh, I'm raging uh, I wasn't sent to that one. I'd uh, love to have gone. Well, this is the first time the tournament was in Hong Kong in over three years because they're COVID nuts over there and literally locked down and would not stop. Um, they're afraid the Chinese are going to attack them as <laughs> well at any stage. Like They're, the just, China virus. they're looking over their, <laughs> yeah. their shoulder there. Like If it's not the Koreans, it's the Chinese coming after Ah, oh, stop. No, it's, it's fearful. But talking about golf's closed shop, like you think that was a pretty small event. Tai Chi Ko, Michael Hendry, never heard of him. Travis Smith, don't know him. Bo Kim, heard of him, but not really sure who he is. All into the open. Um. 
So four spots from that. I so seen, that's pretty like, good. And there was a good few, like Poulter and Stenson went and played in this event. Poulter was like 50th or Sli- yeah. Sly dog trying to get in the old back door into the open and yeah. the boys are like, no, not on our watch. <laughs> yeah. Not on our watch. Not not he's, won watch. That, he's won on that course before. Has he? Poulter okay. has, yeah. So he went back. I seen there was it's a... in Fanling or something. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, he has a bit of history there. But the boys thought they'd fly over there and try and hoover up an old open spot. <laughs> yeah. not, not on our watch, lads. Yeah. You'll have to try harder. Good, good watching there. Good surveillance, Peter. Um, we sh- I shouldn't be talking about Hong Kong golf and all this when Leona Maguire had a title defense last week, which obviously takes. No, we're getting into that now. Well, it's LPGA time. Leona, yeah, what was she like at the drive on? She played well. Mm. Um, in fairness, like. How many birdies did I count? 21 birdies I think she had last week. So again, just a few too many mistakes. But T23 alongside Steph Meadow. Um, both shot fine around 68. Both finished on 13 under. Um, both banked 15 grand each, which isn't too bad. But like that was Steph's first out in the year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, she's 68 straight in on the CME Globe after that. like It feels like she's a lot more steady now in her playing membership with the LPGA Tour, like I wouldn't be worried at all about her losing the card. And if anything, you'd hope that she might start challenging to join Leona, Leona for a title. Yeah, she looks like she's definitely turned a corner. Like she kept her card last year at, at a canter, really. Yeah, exactly. So you'd hope now she can she can kick on. Um, yeah, like it looked like a good event. Um, like it was a shame that Leona couldn't challenge, but like it's just been so stop start to get any form. Celine Boutier won it. She beat England's Georgia Hall in the playoff. So, yeah, like a, a good winner. Good for Solheim year as well. Like, we're the, like in fairness, we're going to chat a little bit about the, the Ryder Cup, but the uh, the women are really flying. The European women are really setting down the marker here. Like, and yeah, 100%. Since I think we chatted as well, talking to Solheim, Katrina Matthew was named captain of Curtis Cup. Um, which is pretty cool for that event. I would have thought, like, to go from Solheim to Curtis Cup, and you'd hoped you'd have an Irish girl or two on that. Like Lauren Walsh has been on it the last couple of years or whatever. Um, so yeah, you'd be hopeful. But anyway, the LPGA goes on to the LA Open is on this week. Starts Thursday. They so Leona and Seth both missed the cut there last year, so they'll be hoping for a bit of revenge. Looks like they're in better form this time around. That's what this is. One of the this will be a, a good pointer actually with Leona, like. She speaks quite openly in this. I think that course is Poa Greens. Ah, yes, that's so right. So she went Her through nemesis. a few. And they, uh, she said, even when I was talking at the start of the year, she said she's working on it big time because US Open this year in Pebble Beach yeah. is Poa Greens as well. So she really needs to sort it out, you know, so, the way. so she's... It'd be interesting to see how she how she tackles the Greens this week. It'd be interesting one to, to watch. Yeah, no, let's hope for a big show on so no, that's good. It is good. Like it's good to see them trending, especially Steph. Like Leona does get all the sort of plaudits of the limelight, and rightfully so with her game over the last year. But Steph is everywhere, everywhere near as good, and just she's needs just to, yeah needs was to click just shy of access into the first few events this year based on last year. But um, yeah, she's more than good enough. Yeah. Um. So elsewhere, Champion Store. No, Is let's go Punta Cana Punta first. Cana. Punta Cana. Like, yeah, there we go. The Dominican Republic's finest. Yeah. We had, like, our own uh, DP World Sith Lord, Matt Wallace. When we do our uh, run your pool or whatever, one and done, and last week I said to Ronald, did you do your pick? And he said, no, I totally forgot. And he was like, what's on anyway? Thinking it was the match point. I was like, oh, it was Punta Cana. And Ronan said, 
Ah, oh, Matt Wallace is in that. I probably would have picked him. Didn't back him either. What was it? There you go. It's oh. beating and talk about like Ryder Cups and all the rest. Beats Nikolai Hodgkar down the stretch. Yeah. Um, no, great for Matt Wallace. I don't know where I stand on Matt Wallace. I do. The, the person, but the Awful golfer. Person. Yeah. Awful there's person. there's a couple of videos. Like, do you ever see that behind the scenes, like undercover camera one? And he's in the taxi and. Like the taxi driver has no idea who he is, and he he's meant to wind him up a bit. And he's wound up straight away. Yeah, like yeah. he just does not come across <laughs> as a genuine lad. No, he um, made a, a great effort though to make sure he was still pally pally with the caddy after he won. Did you not see that video? PJ Tour, as they seem to always be now, trying to push this narrative that everything's bloody fantastic. So it was Matt and his caddy, who's French actually. Yeah. So first French caddy, I think, to win on the PJ Tour, yeah. he might be, and. Uh, just a video of two of them with the selfie camera saying how great it was to win, how they all love each other and all that kind of crack. Which is I wouldn't mind it was fine after what happened yeah. last week. <laughs> the shite of him last week after hitting <laughs> off that pat. If I wasn't that mic'd up, I don't know. They got the Zoom cam going. I want to hear what was going on. I'd say it was horrendous. It would would make this week even better if he was calling (laughs) them all sorts there. We need to get a professional lip reader on that. Yeah, 100%. Um, But no, it's good to see him win. Matt Wallace, another Englishman wins before Tommy Fleetwood on the PGA Tour. Just just, the the, the pressure builds. Um, 80th attempt. I did not realise Matt Wallace had 80 PGA Tour starts. Yeah, He's out like, there a good 18 months, two years, mm. to be fair to him. Yeah, with no game. But sure, yeah. he only has four wins on that tour. It's mad though, like this, like it's a PGA Tour event on opposite field. So like, you've none of the top 70 in the world teeing it up at it. You know, uh, you know your headline is Joel Damon or whatever, number, yeah. mis- Mr. 70. Um, but like the purse is still $3.8 million. Yeah. Like, like wins more than double your man in... $684,000. Yeah, triple, pretty much, yeah. Like, that's serious. Life-changing stuff. And I was like, is there any point? Like, what was... does it? What exemptions does he get? He gets proper exemptions as well. He gets into, yeah. like you're saying... Into the PGA Championship next year, into into the Tournament of Champions, which is a big one. Like, that's a $25 Elevated field event. million yeah, dollar yeah. next year, maybe, or something big, anyway. And that's just guaranteed cash. Um, yeah, like, it's a serious... That would have been a nice event to play in if you're, a, like, a bubble boy and all the the rest of the elevated players are gone. Like, that's going to be a... There'll be a hallmark of events next year. When, well, not next when, year. It's already. The Valero Texas Open this week is the same. Yeah, well, exactly. But opportunity just knocks for lads when you take out the best players in the world. Like, happy days. I'm still going to earn a fortune. It's not like the haves and the have-nots in the PJ Tour. Like, everyone's having something. Yeah. But it's like... what? So what does someone like Matt Wallace have to do? Say if Matt Wallace comes out and he wins now... I get, or he he doesn't win again. He just keeps, you know, top twenties all the way. How does he get into an elevated field event? He won't be in based on winning one of that magnitude. You'd imagine. Say if he wins Texas this week, then which is another, like you know, if you take this five of the top one hundred playing in this thing, yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. Like he probably can't get into them this year. I yeah. would have thought. I think he ha- he'd have to be top fifty FedEx to get in next year. Okay. Um, and there's other like world rankings and stuff like that, but I don't think he'll get in via that. Like, yeah, it's hard. Like, he's gonna play again in Texas this week because he wants to get into the mar- Masters. Obviously, that's a big ass to go back to back. It is mad, like as well though. That, like guys, so I'm not sure. Yeah, he was. I think Matt Wallace was in the field for Texas this week, but like with top ten finishes this week, so Nikolai Hodgegaard gets in. 
to Texas this week. Ricky Barnes gets into Texas, finishing seventh. Uh, so, like, there's a lot of guys playing in these events that aren't on the actual rota anymore. Mm-hmm. They're just looking to get in. We have our own David Carey, I've seen as well, got his first American win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he won the qualifier to the qualifier of the Texas Open this week. And that's on today. It's a Monday qualifier. He's obviously Six o'clock gone this evening. Six depending o'clock. on what? Six o'clock Monday evening is. Depending on what time this is, out. yeah. So best, um, best of luck to him. Like it's, it's great to see him having a roll of the dice. But like, this is pretty just sure he has to pay five hundred dollars this week. Have him pre qualified. It's gas. Ah, it? stop. Like, yeah, constantly. You've earned your chance though. to give us more money. Well, <laughs> yeah. in fairness, we were saying Monday qualifying five hundred dollars is a good deal. Like, I think that's three and a half grand. Normally, normally, it's like mm. three and a half thousand dollars just to tee up to it's pay it. to play in a Monday qualifier. It's gambling, basically. Totally is. Yeah. No, you're not. better off buying Credit Suisse shares or whatever and just getting burnt <laughs> yeah. by the bondholders. There's another another separate conversation. <laughs> yeah. But um no, it's good to see, in fairness to Matt Wallace, like it is good to see another European kicking on and um He'd be an interesting man in the locker room Ryder Cup, should mm. he make it. Who he'd be pretty defi he could be the next polter. He'd be off to live. As quick as you like, he'd be yeah. off to live, you know. There there goes Laurie Cantor's spot. <laughs> yeah. You know? Matt Wallace, PJ Tour winner. Uh, well, yeah, he's in Texas, and as things stand, the only Irishman playing in Texas, unless David Carey joins him, is Podrick Harrington on a invite, probably with eyes on the Masters himself. Do they have uh, a spot in the Masters for they? the winner? No. Yeah, no, really. I, last last week was the last week. I they do. They like, do because well, they were already submitted a thing. We we put up a piece the other day. Um, like about uh, Bernie was saying, yeah, that he didn't think that there was this week. But I think there is. I think well, well, based on the press conference that I read last night with Matt Wallace, there was at least two questions saying, "Are you going? You're obviously going to play Texas now to try and get your invite." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Invitation, no. should or, I say? Ricky Fowler needs to get to the quarterfinal to get into the Masters, and he obviously didn't. And yeah, then, that was in the because to- the top fifty in the world, um, as of today, qualify oh, for the right. Masters. That's the sort of one of the last things because who was it? It goes to show you how memorable the match play was. Yeah, great tournament. Who who did Rory play even in the group? <laughs> Can he uh, like, this is the thing. I'm watching Rory McIlroy. This is how memorable the, the it cream, was. The cream of American golf. Scott Stallings, Denny McCarthy, and Jesus, Keegan yeah. Bradley. I, I would have been here all day trying to remember that. I, like, uh, not I a chance. Fair that. play to you. I am impressed, bro. <laughs> yeah. I am impressed. I take it all back. But yeah, no, there's a few of them um, that like... Definitely yeah. makes Texas interesting anyway, having a spot. I think you have to have a spot up for grabs in that. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. That is the The Ian Poulter passage to Augusta. Where? Winning the last event. <laughs> Harrington goes in in form anyway, finished fifth in the Gallery Classic. Ten under, six back of David Toms, who's now becoming a new serial winner on the PGA Champion circuit. Um, Darren Clark finished level par for the week. Um, but, yeah, there's loads of Golf Ireland stuff if we're done on tour stuff. Yeah, go on, fire on. Um, the late hand Betty Sound Scratch Cup looked like a bit of crack for the the champion in particular. I saw you uh, literally a bit of crack. Yeah, literally a bit of crack. You know, he put up a post yesterday is, um, saying uh, who won? Oh, I have it here, Richard Knightley. Richard Knightley. When won, the yeah. first swing of the day is a seven iron to the back window of your car after locking the keys inside, chances are the wind's coming. <laughs> um, unreal. It reminded me. You remember? I don't know where we were at Mount Julia, where we were, and we were out in the car park, and some lad locked his keys in the in his BMW, and you're driving a BMW, and he was asking you, "Would you, would you give your keys to go in my car?" Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, as if that's gonna work. Could you that, imagine? That like work, BMW yeah. never thought of this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he beat Keelan Rafferty in a playoff. Sounded like a great final. Looked like 
bloody tough conditions. Mm. Um, it was a serious playoff. Three holes. Uh, Rafferty had the most softest slip out you'll ever see in your life from long range on the first one. Birdie put. And then Knightley got up and down from the back of 18. Very, very tricky spot, actually, to be fair to him. Both of the lads half the next one. And then they went down the first again for the third time. And they both kind of drove it just short of the green, pin high, that kind of thing. And it was just a case of who got up and down. And Rafferty left his putt right in the jaws, literally half a roll short. And then Knightley drilled his from about six, seven feet. It's great to see these scratch cups having a real impetus now at the start of the season, isn't it? Like, guys, like some of the fields in these scratch cups now are class again. I know Harrington's been an advocate of this for like decades. If you want to go out on tour, you need to be winning rings around you at home and scratch cups are the way forward and doing this. And it's just good. It's good to see that sort of competition so early in the season. Mm, proper warm up for the West as well. Um, yeah. yeah. No, look class. Speaking of warm ups, Matt McLean, T10 at the aptly named Azalea Invitational. Um, he's been out there a while now, hasn't he, Matt? Um, yeah, he's been out there yeah, about three he's weeks. Out there three or four weeks now, yeah. He played, played quite well, to be fair. The winner won by about 11 shots. Like It was a completely different tournament he was playing. But, uh, yeah, Matt didn't really get it in goal on the final day. He didn't get the putts, he was saying. So, hopefully he'll have that tidied up in 10 days' time. Yeah, hopefully he's timing that. I'd say um, he's moved into the crow's nest already now. That's it. He's like two <laughs> weeks here. He's like, lads, when can I when can I move in? He's another he's, tall fella who'd be struggling on that mattress, I'd say. Oh, no, the beds up there, they're tiny. Yeah. Perfect for me and you, Pete. You grant. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, Ellen Parks, Emma Fleming. She won by eight strokes at the Royal County Downs Scratch Saber. Um, yeah, serious win. Obviously, demolished the field up there. Um, Ron, you were doing a bit of covering from the old co- college system over in the States. Yeah, uh, another Ellen Park golfer, Anna Foster, and Auburn won the Liz Murphy Collegiate win. They were, I think they won by a shot, so good for them. And Anna had another couple of good rounds. The last round was cancelled due to weather, so they got the job done early. Yeah, nice. She's going well. Anya Donegan went well. <laughs> Beck Coulter playing well. She's starting to um, enjoy her time over there a bit more. So I think I think we're disrupting. Are you, are you getting an Uber into the I match? An Uber, yeah. <laughs> a, we're here having a chat, right? I have to right? get, have to get I the train. Be, as well. I looked in beside me. There's our man on Uber while he's talking there, getting a, a taxi from the office into the Aviva. Oh, no, it's, it's the, the train station it's in Port Mariner. I'll drop you down to the train station. You're correct. You can company expense that. Uber. <laughs> he's ordering Uber as well. We're on air. Multitasking. I, ho- I hope the listeners know how this much he's interested yeah. here. Stop. Multitasking. Yeah, um, God um, but yeah, and then lastly on the golf Ireland stuff, um, we have a new president. All, yeah. all hail, um, Monkstown and Dukes member Jim Long, new president announced it's a 2023 AGM. So yeah, good luck to Jim. I suppose big, big deal. Met him a few times. A gent, absolute yeah. gent. Really, like you won't hear anyone saying a bad word about him. He's a uh, yeah proper servant to the game, and nice to see people like that getting recognised. So. Um, long yeah, may yeah. continue. Long may continue. We do have like there's some big events coming up this week as well. I know we talked about Texas. We've live golf Orlando <laughs> coming up as well. There's uh, plenty of stuff. Got I don't know. Like we're getting a lot of stuff back on live now. You definitely. I don't know these guys. There's there seems to be a bit of like they had their players meeting at the last event. I know we didn't talk about it or anything like that in the same way as. You know, Rory and Tiger getting all the lads together. These boys are getting together and going into rooms with the Sheik somewhere and saying, like, how come you're not paying for airplanes anymore? Or why yeah, are you not doing this? Stop. Like, 
it's like it, it's it's mad but like you're hearing a lot of dissenting voices coming from inside live now they were definitely i just, i get the sense that they were promised the world yeah and they signed on for big money and they were promised like you know it'll take us a year but we'll get world ranking points we'll get a major network tv deal uh, you know, legally we feel we're well covered here against the PGA Tour. You'll get into these events and none of these guys are happened. None of them things have happened no. without any of them in sight. And it makes sense, these guys. I just feel there's a bit of buyer's remorse coming into a fair few voices. Like there are cracks appearing and there are cracks appearing on, like there's any amount of uh, blogs online now for like with internal sources on, not just from the players, like from the TV crews getting cut and uh, health insurance from staff and just simple little things, travel expenses, what the team stuff goes to, and uh, you know the team money that they earn. They've to make like they have to pay for their own stuff this year, and yeah, it's not it's not all rosy in the garden. No, that video of them all in that stupidly big, obnoxious private yeah, having their little party. Apparently that went down that, like a lead balloon. Yeah, the, the, your man, the, like the chief um, guy. Yeah, rumoring that, or whatever, yeah. He lent his jet for them to go to, and then it turned out like a frat party online, like with Pat Perez yeah. going around like a spanner. Oh, yeah, he like, was absolutely disgusted. And I think that is one of the main reasons the purse strings are being pulled. Yes, Pat like, Perez, it's so peaceful. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like it's just not a good look. And like the Saudis, that they're a bloody conservative nation. They wanna, don't want to associate yeah. themselves with that. And this is not what the Saudis were sold as well. This is the thing, like they, like, you know, we need, we need to be careful about what you say around stuff like this. But the, like, you know, there's... There was com- there's companies outside of Gulf Saudi behind this that you can check up online and do all that, but I'm sure they've sold something totally different to the Saudis to get the funding, and it's just it seems to have gone stale. It'll be interesting to see now this week Live Golf Orlando up against the Texas Open. I'll watch a bit of it, but like it stank the house down there last week when I was watching it. Yeah, it was not, it was not any use. Um, well, another yeah. man who couldn't. Uh like put two bucks together on the PGA Tour goes yeah. out and wins first time a try yeah. like it's amazing how many lads who have nothing going for them whatsoever before they join that get the pressure financially taken off and suddenly win but like um, but y- yeah. you mentioned there like the players aren't really getting what they sign up for or even the live organisers getting what they sign but up for but that's what I mean they've been sold a pup yeah. as well like Danny Lee won PGA Tour winning 303 starts and uh, just looking at it Stats here, Cam Smith has won top 20, and you might think that's not too bad, but it's a 48-man field. Like, Brooks Kepka finished 31st in Mayakoba, 29-2-son, 40-man player field, and that's dreadful. Yeah, no, none of their big lads are playing, in fairness, like, objectively, that's obvious. Um, no, it will. But yeah, it's nothing. The only other big thing, which is probably the biggest thing that's happened in golf in the last 20 years, we've believed it the last, is... Ball changes by USGA RNA were released since we were on last. Bit of a marmite situation, you know. You'd uh, you'd the frat boys there, Justin Thomas and all them coming out with their tight line. Uh, Bamberger really hammered him. I really <laughs> loved his piece on, you know, coming out hammering the changes and all this. Str- like the day after with his tightless hat on and giving out about <laughs> this, just say like the, you're just missing the point here. Um, Harrington has really nailed this. Uh, I think with his take, and it's really good to see Rory McIlroy coming out um, and voicing his concerns and, and like pretty much backing what the RNA and um, USGA are looking to do in this. But like a lot of the like the debate's been had to death on what they're doing, why they're doing it. But 
I suppose Rory's drive last week um, at the Dell match play on the 18th hole in, in one of the group matches to drive it on the green and then they were discussing this on the radio on PGA Tour radio and then Mike Juan dials in um, and I think we'll play a bit of it now on what Mike Juan said but it was yeah it was it was pretty good just that he was listening and then um, his take on things and how he explains it's very well so we might as well we'll play this and then we'll have a quick discussion after it Nobody loves the drivable par four more than us. We love the game right now. I, I watched that last night and loved every second of Rory doing that. So let's just do the four examples. So, for example, if this were to go in place in 2026 and the PGA Tour still wants that to be a drivable par four, they're going to take the tee boxes, they're going to move them up 15 yards, and Rory's going to do the same thing he did last night. Now, the difference is Rory's kids and his kids' kids, if athleticism continues to grow, which we both know is true, I don't want to, I don't want to hinder athleticism. I don't want to hinder advancements i want to watch the people continue to grow but i don't want to watch a golf course have to go buy another 17 acres of land just for rory's kids kids so if we implemented this the pga tour still wanted scoring to be as low or lower than ever if, if college golf corn ferry anybody who implements this they could pick up their tees and make this a complete non-issue as it relates to scoring excitement drivable par fours and uh, and the difference is We've, uh, we've put something in place that Rory's kids can accept and Rory's kids' kids can accept as opposed to saying the 30,000 golf courses around the world, you know it and I know it, but you better figure out an investment plan because, uh, because it's coming and if you want to keep up with the elite level of golf, you better find another 30 yards in the next 30 years. That's, uh, and if anybody argues with that, including you, Michael, you either don't care about the history of what's happened in distance or you're arguing against yourself, which is athleticism, speed training, uh, in, enhancements are all coming, and quite frankly, they're exciting in the game. Uh, distance is worth pursuing. It's an advantage that's that's good in the game, and uh, and the game certainly creates that as an incentive. We don't want kids or or future t- future players to not be uh, not be pursuing it. We just want to make sure that that pursuit doesn't require golf courses all around the world to have to uh, continue to make changes. We'll never build a golf course next to a city again where there's all kinds of golf courses that are completely landlocked for all kinds of reasons. And yes. We've all got a few golf courses in our community where we go, that's a great old track. It's a shame we can't play anything big there. And that's okay. I'm not saying the sky is falling, but that list is only going to get longer in the next 20, 40, and 60 years. And we just have to decide as an industry, do we just not care about that? So I'm not, I've am not. i never been about scoring. I'm not about trying to make the game more difficult. This is not, a, this is not some big coup because we don't like the, how many under somebody is. Some pretty good takes. Magic Mike, huh? He is good, in fairness, he's, he's very, very good. good. He's very good. I like hearing him talk. I like the way he is. It's just my only issue with the whole thing is, like, he's talking about Rory's kids. Like, what were they doing when Rory was a kid? Mm. You the know, obsession, they're all about... The obsession with McElroy's offspring here is a bit disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is, like, like in my opinion, I think McGinley actually spoke about this, and he was fairly upfront about it um, during the comms on one of the nights. Like, they're 20 years too late. In rolling back the ball, like when when McElroy was a kid, the Pro V was brought in. That's when they should have been looking at this thing, and they've left it to they've been asleep at the wheel far too long and afraid to implement change. I am all for the change that they're looking to do in rolling back the ball. Yeah, I'm I'm all for that. Um, for the reasons he's pointed out on evolution, things are only going to get faster or quicker. Um, I I'm not in favor of having a different ball for pros than amateurs. I think the ball, if they're going to roll back the ball, roll it back for everybody. We won't, we won't feel the difference. Just to avoid confusion? Though. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, not not even just to avoid confusion, to avoid two different games. Like, uh, and I know it's it's played a lot, and people point out, like, you know, you see stuff online, like you take Rory's putter this week. I um, saw this. You know, but he's stamped with for tour use only, you know. Yeah. That, that, like, people are misunderstanding what that, like, that's just because it's a weighted thing. It has the grams. There's a circle T on it. Like, Scotty Cameron has made that putter. That's different. If you want that putter, you can buy that putter. It costs you about fifteen thousand dollars. Mm. Like that's what for tour use only and that. But the tour differences on golf ball, um I think it's a massive part that we can in theory play the same equipment right throughout our bag as a pro can. And that helps maybe not it helps us, but it helps elite amateurs kick on, bridge that gap. Like it, it, It's a slippery slope when there's a different pro ball. And then what do the Walker Cup do? What do, uh, you know, what, and then they're not, they're not looking in detail about the ladies' game. How does, how does this affect the women's game? But it wasn't at all. It wasn't it, initially. Like, is there a woman yeah. on the board that's, that's talking about all this stuff? Is yeah. there, well, you, apparently that, it was going to remain untouched. But I agree with the confusion. And Mac, so, they're going to Li- leave well, literally the women's, women's game. Ball. It's yeah, that that's, that is that's fine. Total horseshit. Like, that that's is, a, that, well, that's a quote. Yeah. It was either Slumbers or Mike Wan. One or the other said at this time the women's game doesn't need to be. No, talking. I just think this is the thing. Like roll it all back. I agree, but if you, McElroy even said, um, so say if the majors were to adopt the first and regular tour events, that's aren't different. Gonna, aren't going to do it, but he would play the major ball in regular tour events thus giving himself a disadvantage in those events to maximise his chance at majors. Like that's a pretty big statement to make if you're willing to potentially sacrifice a big, not an, but it's an advantage. An elevated field event for $25 million yeah. for a green jacket. Yeah, yeah no, like that's, a, that's a big thing. Um, and hopefully it won't become a thing. Again, these are proposals for 2026. They're talking about different things. It's a, like it's a rule change. It's not even... Yeah, it's not even compulsory. Well, like, and a lot of people have talked about the comparison with tennis as well, and how tennis have rolled yeah. back their balls. And like, like, I'll well, tell they you didn't how even vi- roll back the ball; they just stopped it. Yeah, they nipped it in the bud at the right time. We were focused on long putters. I don't even know. Did they, I thought they did roll it back a bit to stop against serve and volley? I'm not 100 percent. No, sure, they did. But yeah, ta- because it was like fast serves and yeah. guys coming in just guarding the net, and people yeah. couldn't get it back. And it was, and that was seamless. Like no one, no one raised an eyebrow about it. And it would be the same with golf. I don't have a strong opinion on it at all. I liked what Harrington said about sustainability and just you can't keep adding length to golf course and you'll bring better golf courses back into play. Yeah, I spoke to Pat Ruddy on this numerous times. Yeah, yeah. That's designed so many courses in the country. And his analogy on it, like when I spoke to him first ten years ago, was like it's like the Schlitter revolving in Hurling and they have to move Hill 16 back 10 yards every year or every 15 years. It's just, it's impossible. There's yeah. a train track in the way for a start. Yeah. But like, you know, there there are other things around. So yeah, no, it's... Um, I listened to Billy Horschel on No Laying Up and he was good in so far, like talking about this skill that like some of this technology can remove or whatever. Um, that his, when he looks at his club face and the... Imprint or whatever it is of his face, like it's just sweet spot, sweet spot, sweet spot. He looks at the lad next to him on the tour, hits the ball eighty yards further, and the dispersion's all over the shop. And yet, this fella's not getting penalised for it. So that ball will potentially bring in all that kind of stuff as well. Ron, I'm going to have the loveyes and leave you, lads. Ronan's Ubers here. This is Come on, Ron. This, this is unheard of. Here. This is here. absolutely like this is a black mark for insubordination. Go on, get out, get out. <laughs> 
Mbappe <laughs> is a cod. Live radio has never. I can't believe this either. We both would have given you a lift. My <laughs> next question. My next question was geared at someone like. No, it's Grand Runner. You go to your match there. Um, the no, but, but the biggest thing we're talking about the West this week and stuff like that. Um, so we're ta- we're looking at the West. We're looking at. Not only is he now he's on the call now behind <laughs> us, like sorting out his Uber. Um, we're talking about the West. We're talking about the handicap system. Uh, how these handicaps are so low, like, like on average. Yeah, and we're looking at how hard it is to get in. Like the biggest skill most of these guys have is just the ability to drive the ball far. Like they're a better guy. Like yeah. just because someone's playing off plus three, plus four, does not make them a better golfer than someone off two or three that was playing off scratch like fifteen, twenty years ago. The the guys off a higher handicap are proper, probably better players. They just can't drive the ball as far, and it's a massive disadvantage. And I think leveling that out will be, uh, yeah, it it'll be. It's it's needed. It is needed at the top of the game to level things out. Some people have been on about. Um, Growing the rough and blah blah blah, like it, Michael Kim on the because a lot of people's art counter argument is yeah, just grow the course up or grow the rough up and in. Um, Michael Kim said, "I'm truly amazed at the grow the rough brigade on Twitter. It's such a bad idea. Um, rough only makes it more advantageous for longer hitters. There's no skill involved in hitting from thick rough golf. Is way more interesting TV when the ball's in motion for long stretches. It costs a lot of money. Rough is not consistent everywhere. It can injure players. Spectators trample rough a ton." And he, he just kept, like, giving different ideas to that. Um, yeah. It's anyway, all cost. Like, it's, it's all cost. It is like they, cost. Literally, the ball is going too far. Um, I'm glad that a lot of professionals understand that. I'm glad that someone like Rory, because there was too many guys coming out at the very start, like Justin Thomas just saying, hammering the ball, matter of fact. Like, hammering the USGA and calling them an amateur organisation and... Uh, they may be an amateur organization, but they're the guardians of the game, and like it is it's hard to take it when the lad's clearly speaking from his pocket as well. Yeah, exactly. And like that was the, all the lad, like it was Thomas, it was it was Bryson. Yeah, um, as you were saying, maybe Liv won't adopt it, and it could be. Yeah. Uh, it could, well, that could was Ronan's like, thing before he yeah. left. He came up with a great one: golf only faster. Yeah, they Go- just golf like, but longer. I think golf, but yeah, golf yeah. only longer. Yeah, they're just letting <laughs> that. It kind of reminded me. Of, was it a Tommy Tiernan sketch or something when he's on about like the the Olympics just for drug users? Just let them. If yeah, someone yeah. wants to run a hundred meters in two seconds, let them. Like That's I'll watch. It. Just yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like Michelle yeah. Smith, the Brown. She <laughs> yeah. jumped into the swimming pool. Tommy Tiernan's. I thought she was going to dissolve. <laughs> <laughs> Never proven, apparently. No, Never that's proven. All, that's all, no. She still, still has, has the medals. medals. Yeah, what the medals. Hell? Um, But no, it, yeah, it, it, there, a lot will need to be done. This is going to be a slow, slow process. It'll be interesting to see what ball manufacturers actually do because most of them. So Pro V have brought Titleist have brought out a new Pro V this year. Both TaylorMade and Callaway. Um, we kind of the other two biggest ball manufacturers are on their second year of so TP5, TP5X are still the same ball as last year, and then even before that, like you have your Chromesofts and Chromesoft XV and Chromesoft X are all last year's ball as well. It'll be interesting to see what next year's iteration looks like when we're facing into halfway through that two year cycle is going to be yeah. a rule change and what they have and like so you have until August basically for these manufacturers to plead their case mm. um, and then yeah who knows how long it'll take after that it could end up just being a pause this is where like, this could be the happy medium that they just like where we are now 
the happy medium and all this is just a pause ball technology now. And whatever you have done from now backwards, you can use again because, yeah. you know, a lot of guys aren't using the current iteration of ball. You know, Rory's not using the current yeah, no. iteration of TP5. No. He's using a 2019 version. Yeah. Um, you know, no, the, I agree. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd be witching so far as, like, I don't want there to be a scenario where there's, like, four tournaments have this ball, these terms have this ball. Yeah. Um, but it's there all, ball, it, like. it is there already with players, as in, there's probably 20 different iterations of Pro V being gamed any week on tour. They're not all using the brand new yeah, one yeah, of yeah. this year because they all have different tendencies, different spin windows, different characteristics and some suit different players. Twenty like I think twenty seventeen Pro V is probably the most used on tour. I like I don't know enough about it, but like what'll happen like will there be like ball testing in case there's ball tampering? Because you can Should stamp I, whatever the hell you want on the ball. Yeah. Like but what's going on inside the ball? Um, yeah, no, there will like, be it's, like, it's very murky yeah. stuff. I don't know enough about it, but like yeah, watch no. this space, I guess. Exactly, watch this space. But no, that's that's it on the roundup. Uh, we have heroes and villains. Yeah, I do have a villain. Um, well, I think it's sad losing the match play in Austin Country Club. I think that's bad form by the PJ Tour. But my villain is actually someone I really like, and it's Max Homer. And it's from that aim point video of Max Homer just... I just don't understand how this aim point thing... That's what it is, isn't it? Aim yeah, point, how it's yeah. ever become a thing where players can... Even the caddies are doing it now. Which is even worse. Yeah, <laughs> a caddy standing like two feet out from the cup with his feet just gauging the, the, the typography of the green. <laughs> like, I can't imagine any other sport where you'd be allowed to try and gain an advantage like that. Like, like, green reading is an art with eyes. Like, reading with eyes. Like, it's not... What is it, buddy? For the blind calligraphy or whatever the word is, like you're not doing braille, it. yeah, braille, yeah, <laughs> like you're not doing that. Like, uh, it just it totally reduces skill. It slows down play. There's so many things wrong with it. Didn't realize Max Home was even doing it until this past week. I don't know if it's a new thing, but it should be banned from golf. There's a lot of them doing it since they got rid of the green reading books, mm. and that seems to be like a, a pandemic on tour now of aim oh. pointers. Um, so yeah, it, it'll be. It's interesting to see where it's going, but yeah, no, I'd agree with you on that. And the only good thing is he came on, he was tagged on Twitter, he came on the dress that I'm going to look into this, but sure. I'm going to look into speeding it up, he said. Does he give a shit? He's in the top 10 in pudding this season, I've seen, uh, compared to he was outside the top 60 last season. Yeah. So No, he doesn't give a shit, for but it's just, it, yeah, it's just one of those things. And there's so much going on with putting, like Langer's being in the news again about the way he's gripping it and like, should arm locks be banned? Zalatoris was having a nightmare there, but like he's pretty much like locking it on his Danny wrist Lee. almost. Danny Lee was definitely anchoring a deliver yeah. bench last week. 100%. Like I'm watching it and just going, it's like, if there's any sort of baggy top and they're leaning down <laughs> yeah. thing, you're just going, no, nah, this is not, like this is, there should be sensors on the top of the putter, like, Electric yeah. shock. And <laughs> yeah, that's that'd it. be class. <laughs> Done. Um, but yeah, no, that's it. That's my villain. Um, I hero. do have a hero. Um, he's not so much my hero, but he deserves a mention. You probably have more to say on this man than I would. But Sandy Lyle retired um, yesterday from golf. Um, I'll, I, my memory of him is always the, the bunker shot into the Masters in 1988. Anytime anyone's in that bunker, I think, oh yeah, just hit over the pin there, spin it back. Yeah. Job done handy but yeah like i just i think it's a the big thing from his career i think it's just a shame that he was never a european Ryder cup captain i think it's insane how he's slipped through the net somehow i don't know if it's politics or what it is but a lot of it is does seem to be politics there's a lot of big names like that that didn't but yeah no sandy lyle's a 
He's a good shout, yeah. Sad to see him. It'll probably be, obviously, if he's stepping away from tour, this will be his last probably Masters. Probably his last Masters, I would have thought, yeah. Bernie so. was tipping him for ceremonial starter. I don't know if that's yeah. going to happen. Don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Although, that's one thing that, like, you know, you're not wishing ill on anybody, but, like, obviously, when go. the trio that's there... They're like, immortals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The trio that's there, like, the succession to that are all Europeans. Yeah. You know, you're, you're gonna Jose have, Maria. Like yeah, you're gonna have Woozy. You're gonna have Sandy Lyle. You're gonna have all that, like Langer, all those guys. Like there is gonna be in our lifetime, like an all European starters to the Masters. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'll be no longer called as I seen guys having to go each other online the U.S. Masters. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. they they stop calling it the British Open. We'll stop referring it to the U.S. Masters. That's quality. You're gonna have Bubba there in forty years' time with oh, a big stop. pink driver, <laughs> just booming it off. He'll be the one, yeah, doing the little fly <laughs> kicks and all that with like sponsored golf balls with his young fella, and they're getting <laughs> yeah. thrown out and all. All them live live merchants, them them lads. But um, uh, no, that's it. That's I think that's it for the week. Yeah, I'll agree with you on your heroes and villains. Nice. I think nice. we're all like we started off as a three ball. We've had one I lad cry been. off halfway through. He's probably halfway to the Aviva at this I've stage. I've never had such rejection. So, yeah, I, but, I, I don't. Know, I don't know what to think of it. But yeah, I think we'll be back as a three ball next week. Anyway, Masters um, preview next week. Yeah, Masters preview. We'll Masters preview mag out on in stores now. It is. It Get is. But um, yeah, that's it for all the latest golf news. Visit IrishGolfer.ie. I'm still speechless on Ronan walking <laughs> mid mid pod. But until next week, cheers for tuning in, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll chat to you soon.